to which we rich. Off the rip, off the rip. I gamble with my life, I'm cashing in my trips. I put a 30 or a 50 in the clip. So that's a dick or a titty on that bitch. Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome back to the Off the Rip podcast. Where we are your co-hosts, Mike and D, always keeping it real, always keeping it 100, doing fun stuff, doing cool things. And you know what? We're back again with another episode talking about conspiracy theories today. Put an Instagram poll up and that's what we got today. So without further ado, here's my co-host, Mike. What is up, guys? Back again. Another week, another pod. You already know the fucking deal. I have to say this every single damn time. But that's the intro and you guys are getting used to it. But yeah, like D said, we got the Instagram poll up and... You know, our very loyal fans have decided that they want to hear us talk about conspiracy theories again. So it must have been a good topic, the first two. So I am very glad to keep this shit going. If you guys know me, uh, I love this shit. I'll go on fucking tangents and the it's the third hole. part. The rabbit hole, bro. I will go deep. D likes to think you like logically and go to reality. I'll fucking keep going until you like Mars. <laughs> It's all right, though, because, I mean, that's where ideas stem from, though. I mean, that's where you start to question your reality at least a little bit and it gets you thinking outside of this realm. So it's good. It's a good practice, I feel. Yeah. I just love thinking outside the box. I also think it's fun, right? Yes. I talk about this shit just normally, like off pod. All the time. I feel like we're always just like, bro, what if this fucking shit happened? Yeah. So now you guys Especially can be enlightened you, for sure. and hear about some of the shit we got. Honestly, I have a fuck ton of these. I know D has a couple, so we'll save D's towards the end. Yeah. But I I, ri- I wrote down a fucked load of them. But before we get into any of that, is there anything you want to talk about that happened over the weekend or any updates? Not really, man. Uh, what I do want to touch on is, guys, if you haven't, go follow the uh, podcast podcast Insta. And Mike and I, too. I mean, we post uh, we post the, the Insta sort of thing on our... Uh, on our mains. On our mains. Which uh, I'm Delmar, D-E-L-M-A-R underscore 719 at Instagram. It was underscore 52. I switched it. But anyway, because <laughs> I was just like, I wanted to choose a different number that wasn't like linked to like something I did for a short period of time. 719 is where I'm from. So. Oh, so like your hometowns. Yeah. Uh, mine's just Mikey underscore Nike 21. I like Nike shoes and 21 is my favorite number. That's cool. See, it was a better choice at least than 52, which I wore in high school. That was just football. your football number, right? Yeah. That's like what my brother did too, because I know his username is Bud Fifty Five, and that was his high school number too. So yeah, it's pretty I, common. I feel like it is. Well, like originally when I chose it, I was like, "All right, cool, I'm sticking with this. This is my name for the rest of my life, pretty much." I don't, I don't want to change it too much because in high school I swapped it like five or six times. But what I've noticed is that some people tag you like in their caption of their posts. And so I want to be able for people to still find me when they click on that, not just like if I'm tagged or not. Yeah. One thing I want to bring up before we go into it is the Ryan Garcia and Javante oh, yeah, Davis yeah, 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 fucking yeah. fight. That was a fucking... Do you think it was rigged? I don't think so. Apparently, uh, Ryan Garcia said that there was a mole in his camp that told uh, Tank's team like all of his like tactics and shit, but we'll never fucking know that. You know, That's just what he said. But if you watch the fight, I know a lot of people did on... My- like on my stories, I saw a lot of people like tuned in on it. It seemed like Tank was fucking owning that shit. I know he was up on the scorecards before he actually knocked him out in round seven, but yeah. he was fucking owning him, bro. Like it was bad. Like and I and I I wanted Ryan Garcia to win because I've always watched him like on social media and like he's a good fucking boxer, bro. He's fast as shit. He punches really hard, but you know experience just comes into it and Tank fucking owned him. Yeah, that, those well, liver punches don't fuck around, bro. 
Well, they say, I was talking to my buddy about it today, and he says that when you get punched in the liver, he's like, it's not an immediate hurt. He's like, it's one of those that comes on in it. Just, then it starts it to hurt you. It shuts your body you. down. Yeah, starts to really hurt you, which makes sense physiologically just from like the portal vein because, okay. so Is he, it liver or a kidney shot? No, liver. So your liver is right underneath your rib cage a little bit. Uh-huh. But anyway, the whole reason why we were trying to think of it physiologically, why it would hurt like that. But the main thing is that so all the blood that's coming from your like digestive tract and all that goes up and through your liver first. Mm-hmm. So your portal, it's called your portal vein is what's going running there. And then once it goes to the liver, it goes to the heart and the heart pumps it out. But that's the whole thing. And then it goes to the heart, uh, the lungs and everything else afterwards. But that's the whole like thing the rush of it. the blood like going up. I think they puts get, you like, into shock. Yeah, I think it like either stops some of that blood flow or something like that, or it kind of shunts it away from that sort of area. So it's almost like you get a loss of breath, but it's like yeah, you're, you're like, fucking blood. Yeah, you're losing blood. At, at least that's what we think physiologically is happening. And again, we're not fucking doctors. Yeah. Anyway, Damn. but uh, yeah, that's that's the idea behind it. At least that we were trying to come up with. I think. Uh, Ryan Garcia will come back, though, because he's just a gifted boxer, like if you have watched him. So he'll be back. But right now, Tank's the face. You know, a lot of people are saying it. But I'm down with it, though. I think he's fucking cool, too. I was rooting for both, honestly. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard when you don't have a dog in the fight, too. I know Canelo's coming up like he always does every, like, May 7th because he always fights for uh, single de mile. Is he still fighting? Yeah. Damn. He's getting old, too. Yeah, it's getting to the point where he's already won every single belt and beat everybody but Floyd Mayweather. So at this point, bro, just hang it up. Like, you had a great legacy. I know Manny Pacquiao is fighting again, too, like a little exhibition. Oh, yeah. Here in a couple months, he said. He might just be doing that for the money, though. It's crazy, though, because all of, like, these, like, legendary boxers that are, like, doing, like, exhibitions, they really only lost to, like, Floyd. Yeah. So... I I have a lot of respect for Floyd Mayweather. I know a lot of people hate on him because he's cocky and arrogant, which he is. Yeah. But he's good, though. Fuck, bro. When you beat the best, like, Canelo in, like, his 20s and you beat fucking Manny Pacquiao and, like, all of these big names and you've never lost a fight and you haven't even been knocked down. Yeah. You can talk your shit. Yeah. I'm a firm believer. So shout out to Floyd. Shout out to Tank. And honestly, shout out to Garcia. They all fought well. So. Good shit, but that was really the only major like sporting thing that I wanted to bring up. Other than yeah. that, the weekend was pretty chill. I didn't really do much. Nah, I'm just cheering for the season to do well in the <clears throat> NBA playoffs. And the Abs, go Abs, hometown squad. Oh, and the Nuggets. I want the Nuggets. Oh, and the Nuggets. Far. We were talking about this earlier. They almost swept, but then they fucking lost the game. OT, bro. Damn, close one though. It was close. They'll, they're they're gonna get it though. Yeah, I mean, Nuggets will for sure go on to second round. Oh. If they come back, bro, and lose 4-3, I I don't know if you could be a Nuggets fan after that. I'd be a little bit scared. I'd be disappointed. Yeah. I'd be sad. If there's ever been a shot for us to, like, go pretty far and maybe win a chip, it's like now. Yeah, I think so. I think our best chance is right, right like you said, right now. Yeah. So hopefully they can go far. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into some uh, conspiracy theories, man. Yep. Let's start it off. Let's see. Let me go through my list here. Oh, here's one. The moon landing? I'm just fucking with you. I Do you think the moon... Now that you just brought it up, I don't have that on my list, but what do you think about people saying that the moon landing wasn't real? I don't think so, because we literally watched the other day uh, Artemis 1 launch. Like, we watched it launch in, like, December. Mm-hmm. And it's because somebody was like, why haven't we been back to the moon in fucking 30 years? And I was like, we there's literally no just re- went. There's really no reason to. 
Yeah. It's like, what else, what else do you want us to do up there? And it costs money, you know? It costs billions of dollars for us to do that moon landing. So then it's like, oh, why, are we, why aren't we going back every, every year? If we, if we went back to the moon every fucking year, gas would be like fucking $38 a fucking <laughs> gallon. True. It's but, hard because, you know, uh, this is what I asked somebody a long time ago, but I was like, who do you think is going to re- get to Mars first? Is it going to be NASA or SpaceX? And somebody, uh, I think it was Corey, he said SpaceX. He's like, because SpaceX doesn't have to deal with uh, differences in administration policies. Yeah. He's like, so money allocation is so much easier for Elon to get than for uh, NASA. That requires solely on the government funding. Yeah, Whereas exactly. if Elon really wanted to, he could fund whatever the fuck he wants. Because yeah. he's a fucking billionaire, multi-billionaire. Yeah, exactly. And he's passionate about getting to Mars. Like NASA, like they're passionate about all space, whereas Elon's main goal is to get to Mars. Like that's like his main thing that he wants to do. Yeah. So I agree with Corey. I think SpaceX too. But no, I think I think it's real. I because somebody was like, "How's the flag standing up?" Well, I'm like, they just had a wire. Like, you can see the wire in the picture. Yeah, I don't. Some people just can't comprehend that. I, it's hard for me to think too because. The, the fucking, <laughs> I'm getting even stuttered, but the technology uh, that we used to get to the moon back in the 60s was this. Our phones were more powerful than the fucking technology. One singular phone is more powerful than all the tech that we used to land that shit on the moon. Well, because remember, they were barely getting IBM computers at that time. Like yeah. the m- monstrous computers. They were still using punch cards to do coding. Oh my God, I forgot about that. They were still doing punch cards to do ones and zeros. written equations, bro, on chalk. Imagine yeah. if you fucking wrote a two and somebody thought I was an eight. So it makes sense why some people are skeptical. But, I mean, it, who knows, bro? We could be all proven wrong. Like, I'm going to just be open. My, I think we landed on the moon, personally. But if if I just open my mind up and think about it, I mean, they could have maybe used it for, like, a government, like, agenda. Because, think, we were in the space race with, like, Russia. Yeah. And if they could just have fabricated it to make it look like we won the space race in order to, like, show our dominance to the other world that we were intellectually superior when in reality we maybe weren't yeah true that would be smart that's a smart play by the u.s government i mean especially if it didn't cost all that money and all that like sort of time and energy it would just be easier to fake it than it would be to go there because as of right now it's pretty much just trusting faith if we got there or not because like as just humans i've been to like fucking four states I mean, I'm, we're never going to go to space probably in our lifetimes. Maybe later on when it becomes commercial if we live to be that old. Yeah. But up until this point, all we know is fucking – all I know really is like Colorado. Yeah, exactly. The thought of me like going to off of planet Earth into space onto our moon, it seems fucking crazy. Somebody was trying to tell me this the other day too. They were like, they were like why don't planes have to curve down to like – when they fly across the across the world, and I was like, "Well, because the force of gravity is constantly pulling on the plane, so if anything has to fight to stay up than to stay down." Yeah, it's hard to break. Because they were of trying the to atmosphere. do flat earther theory, and I was like, "That He's, doesn't make sense." So you know in that I mean? case, there'd be no atmosphere to break through, and we would just fucking <laughs> levitate <laughs> out of the planet. Yeah, exactly. No, that doesn't work. Flat Earth is like that's a theory I also have like on here. I think it's dumb. Well, because you can easily disprove it. You just have to, like, shine the laser and have the whole thing. You know, mm-hmm. that's the one experiment that will just disprove it immediately. Yeah, the light through the hole and you'll see it, that it curves. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what other explanation is there, really? Christopher fucking Columbus, bro. How they thought that they would just fall off the edge of the planet. 
Yeah. And just what? Go into an abyss? <laughs> an abyss? I think at this point, space. we've definitely circumnavigated the entire world. We have it mapped out. Except yeah. for Antarctica. That's a conspiracy in its own that we might bring up later. Okay. But let's go into it. Sorry. Sorry I brought that up. Got on that tangent. But, you know. The moon was so interesting. Actually, I have one on the moon. So let's just stay on this topic. Okay. It's a different one. So there's a big conspiracy theory that people think that the moon was built. Built. Like it's not nat- natural. Like some one or something like built it. And so this is what it says. So the moon was built conspiracy theory claims that the moon is not a natural, you know, beacon, but it's a hollowed out artificial structure created by an extraterrestrial civilization. So the proponents of this theory argue that the moon's perfect circular shape and its precise distance from Earth and its unusual seismic activity provides evidence that it was constructed by intelligent beings. I don't personally agree. But they also point out that there's alleged sightings of like strange lights and objects on the lunar surface and that, you know, NASA covers up photos of the moon and a lot of like the photos we do have of the moon are like fabricated to make them seem like more clear or realer than they actually are. And I don't believe this. I think the moon is definitely just a natural rock in space. The same thing that earth is. Yeah. But that's crazy that people do believe that this is the case. What would just be, okay. So let's think about this for a second. Cause I'm so I feel like the type of style we're going for, especially right now, is that reality is my side and conspiracy theory is your side. Just because you've read into them a little bit, so you're like, yeah. okay, I kind of see where they're coming from. But I'm just trying to think of it as a logical perspective. Why in the world, why in the universe would somebody build a giant rock to sit there for eons, like for thousands, hundreds of millions, billions of years? Mm-hmm. Just to sit there and watch us. If that was the case, holy shit, what a well thought out plan and what patience you have to have. Billions and billions of years, civilizations had to rise and fall. And these fuckers are just there on the moon with their telescope looking back at us and are like, they don't even know. You know what I mean? It's kind of crazy, right? And that's the concept that they're saying is like, it's used as like a spying beacon. Yeah, that's what that's what I went to immediately. So it's like... Think of all the things, if if it was, you know, built by extraterrestrials, think of all the things that they've seen. Wow. They could have saw the building of the pyramids. Yeah, they've seen it all. They've seen ev- everything. Dinosaurs, all of it. And they say that the moon's hollowed out. So they live within the moon. And then the surface is just blank. Just sawdust, basically, because I know it's just powder up there. Yeah. Wow. But uh, these believers that do believe in this conspiracy conspiracy theories say that the moon the earth and the sun are the only objects in the universe that are actually real and they claim we can never really get further than the moon well we'll have to get to mars but i feel like that entire logic is flawed if you believe the sun the earth and the moon are the only things that are real the sun's further away than all of the other planets in our solar system but you're saying that those aren't real that makes no sense if the sun's real then all the other planets that are we closer to the sun than we are to neptune though I'd have to double check. Okay, okay. Any, anyway, we, we won't even go down that rabbit hole, but like just the logic behind it. But let's think about that. So you're saying that the moon, the earth, and the sun are the only real things. Okay. What about the rest of the speckles in the rest of the sky? Yeah, like what are those then? Like what are those? You think they're just ships, bro? Just dangling out there, just watching us? Dude, 
Imagine if we're just a giant experiment and that's, we're just like all being looked theory. down upon. No, that's a theory. Like we're Horton here's a who, but just exactly an, a little granule of sand. We're a little dot on a flower somewhere. Wow. The same way we see a little speck on a leaf in our reality, they say it just completely goes down the, like the rabbit hole, like microscopic atoms. Like we we haven't really seen how how far down we can look at things. Like because you know we look at. Say, for example, this desk. Yeah. We could keep looking further and we'd see like, oh, it's like particles of wood. And then we can keep looking further and say, oh, there's atoms. And then keep looking further and say, oh, there's protons, electrons, and neutrons. And then look even further into the protons and say, oh, there's quarks. And then look into the quarks and say, oh, those quarks are spinning at 300 th- miles per hour. That's the limit that we've gone. Who's to say that it doesn't keep going further? Yeah. Because then we say that they have polarity and that one's positive, one's negative, or the spin one's is up opposite. And one's down. Yeah. One, one spins one way, one spins the other way. And that's how come we have orbitals in chemistry. And but. that's what's to say, like, somewhere, we're, we are a proton to someone else's view. We're one of the microscopic. But in our reality, we're normal. The same way atoms probably interact with other atoms, and they're like, oh, like, you know, these are my kind. But in reality, they don't realize, like, we are big. To us, we probably look like a planet. We're like a fucking universe <laughs> to these Holy things. shit. And yeah. it just keeps going down a rabbit hole. We, we're, it's, the universe is just a measure of macroscopic or microscopic things. Basic, it, based on where you look. Based yeah. on where you're at in, in the universe. Orientation, I think, matters, yeah. Yeah, and right now we are just at our level, but who's to say we're not an atom? In If we were to zoom out on our universe, that's actually the atoms to like a, a little thing of grass. Holy shit. That's actually a really interesting concept, dude. I feel like we could go down. This is like some Joe Rogan type shit because we could go really far and really deep with this just to explain like the whole theory behind it because I feel like we're intelligent enough to do it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We won't go down that. There's plenty more shit to talk about than yeah. this. Um, another one that I saw too is there's people that believe that dinosaurs never existed. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. Like, Why don't they think they exist? So this is what it says. Some people believe that dinosaurs are not real and that fossils displayed in museums are all fake. They say that they're arranged to create a scary creature that never actually existed. They say that dinosaur bones found during the Bone Wars were left unchecked for authenticity, leading some to question if any dinosaurs were real or are simply made up to increase the profit of museums. It's like a money grab. But some discoveries and advancements in paleontology have led to changes in what we believe dinosaurs actually look like. So most believe that they never had scales. If anything, they were just giant birds. Oh, yeah. That's Personally, fair. I think that dinosaurs existed. But I know there's a lot of people who are, like, very, very religious. You realize there's some people, bro, that truly believe, like, Earth started 6,000 years ago. There are some people that think of it like that. That's, oh, the other... The what do you whole, think of that? I think, okay, so this is the way... I was explained on how time scale works. I want to ask you because you are religious. So the idea was that because this kind of plays into Einstein's theory of relativity. Mm -hmm. So we think of it as 6,000 years, but think of that as looking at God's perspective. This is so hard to do, but imagine you're God and you create the world in seven days, right? Okay. But you're God. So time is infinite for you. So seven days for you might feel like 7 billion years. Mm Mm-hmm. Or 4.6, whatever it is for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when God created the... When God created the earth, he said, let there be light. Which, like, 
if you're able to think from an evolutionary perspective, that would be the Big Bang, right? Right. And then God says, okay, let's separate the land from the sea, which is one of the first things that happens on Earth. Because Earth was just a big ball of fire. When So when God is referencing the land and the sea, is he only referencing Earth? Yeah. Or is he talking about the universe? No, I think he's talking about Earth. So like God, he's creating so God made Earth. Earth in seven days, not the universe? Well, I would think he can make it all. You know what I mean? That's why the Big Bang happens, and then that day is taken apart, is creating the entire universe. Because that's where I get stuck, and it's like, okay, now let's separate land and sea, but there's so many planets out there that don't have land, or they don't have sea, or they're just gas, or they're just yeah. ice, or they're just diamond. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So what, that's where it makes me think it's like only talking about earth yeah it is because so when the because the bible was just what transcribed by humans right yeah yeah yeah. so it has to be in reference to just earth at that time yeah it's always just earth so the way we have to think about it is god created the universe he creates the universe but he chooses earth he chooses us as his people that's how come we're so special separates the land and sea then he creates the creatures of the sea which from evolutionary standpoint makes sense because we evolved from the from the ocean and then he says okay let there be creatures on land and he makes the creatures on the land which is evolution us learning how to walk and become like outwards see and then that's where i get confused because there's people who are religious that don't believe in evolution they say god just made us see i think that's and then there's and then there's also it. people that are religious but then they believe that god created the beginning for evolution yeah. So that's when there's disparity. There's some people that say, no, God just made us and we started life and evolution is, isn't real. We didn't evolve from monkeys. And there's other people that say God made everything. So we evolved because of him. Yeah. So there's like a big disparity there. It's like, did God just make humans because we're special or did he create the foundations for evolution to take place? And then we just happened to be along the way. Or were we the ones chosen? Or was just life in general chosen? No, I think he chooses the life in general and then he continues to keep going. It's almost like a flex. Like if you imagine like God's like, okay, let's see what else I can do. And then once he makes humans, he's like, oh, these people are kind of like special. He's like, I kind of created some cool people here. They have thoughts. They have feelings. So you you take it as like a domino effect. Like God created the first organisms that were in the ocean and then it evolved into us so he he technically created us or do you think god made humans like created humans i think it's both i think he goes creates the organisms in the sea now those organisms have to figure out how to uh get on land right right it's just like us and every single day we could lay in our beds all day if we wanted it's comfortable it's nice it's warm Right. God gives you the free will to go out and do that. Okay. He ha you have free will now. Just like he have free will for the animals. He allows them to have free will. They decide to go on land. Okay. So then God's like, well, okay, I'll, I'll give you things to survive on this land. I'll help you do that. Same way he helps us through our everyday life. Okay. So he does that. I'd have to look. I can't remember what comes next. I think he, um, oh shit. I might actually be misquoting. Let me look it up really quick, but I'm pretty sure he creates humans next, but he creates man first, like men in general. So we didn't evolve. He created men. 
both. Interesting. So let's see. Uh, I'm going to look this up. But that's just where I get like, so then God created dinosaurs then. Yeah, you can say that. Interesting. Because it's just like, it seems contradictory because I know that there's some people that say dinosaurs didn't exist, God just made us. But then there's some people that say, you know, God created everything. So then he also made dinosaurs. It's honestly all just up to you, like, you know, your personal beliefs and faith because we can't really prove anything yet. Okay, yeah. See, like, there's other things where it's like God created the earth to display his glory, like a flex, like I was saying. Okay. Like, he did it because he can do it sort of thing. Interesting. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. You have to, like, buy into a lot of ideology of, like... You have to be open to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to believe that God is not good in a way. Like, he creates it because he wants to. Not because he wants us to exist. But he wants to see how far he can take it. Interesting. That's, at least that's the way I look at it, personally. Is that God did it and he said, okay, I'm going to see how far I can push this. I'm going to see how far I can keep going. And then on the seventh day or the sixth day, he's like, okay, I think I've gone enough. I think this is good. And then stops, and on the seventh day, he rests. Interesting. And what we think of now as the seventh day is Earth as it exists now. So this is just pushing past conspiracy at this point. But now I just want to pick your brain. Okay, okay. So you believe that the universe is like reality. This is what we're living in. Yeah. So do you think heaven is somewhere in the universe? Or do you think it's a completely different plane of existence? Or do you think it's just somewhere in the universe I don't think and then we get our souls go there? Or do you th- like, because we know the universe is reality. Yeah. I don't think it's in this universe. It's like a different plane of existence. A different plane. Yeah, exactly like what you're saying. Not like even dimension or anything else because you can have parallel dimensions of like me and we're not doing a pod right now in another dimension, but they like still exist. You know what I mean? Like, if you, you have to, like, when you think about that concept, if you want to bring that in. So do you believe in that? What? That there's uh, infinite parallel universes? No. You think we're just unique one? Yeah, one. Okay. Because if you bring in that concept, then Because then I was going to say it, then I was going to say it, then, then there's like 10 trillion, billion infinite amounts of us also in heaven, just the different versions. Yeah. That wouldn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's, that's why it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh... Let's see. This this makes me want to bring up another theory that I had just to get away from the religion thing and just yeah. go to back to like a theory. I This kind of makes sense to me. I have just kind of an idea that we kind of just were like kind of lucky and humans are just alien garbage. So what this kind of theory is, it's like we were just kind of like a failed experiment from some sort of extraterrestrial life and we were just kind of planted here on earth to kind of grow or just alternatively you know shit moves in space you know there's asteroids all the time that come into our solar system and then exit and barely miss us you know who's to say in all this time that the universe was nothing we just we just got super lucky and the perfect random mix of elements and things necessary to create life 
they only landed on Earth over years and years of them just crash landing as asteroids. And then it mixed and started life, and that's how we came to be. It was just a luck of just universe garbage. This is why it's harder to buy in. This is why I personally think it's harder to buy into that theory than it is to buy into religion. Personally. Why? Think of all to the me, they're equal. They're both faith. Yeah, I just think like think of the amount of possibilities that have to happen in order for that to take place. Whereas this, it's an all-powerful being creates you. But that one has to just rely on pure whatever hits us, hits us. That'd be like, okay, I'm going to throw a dart out into the world. Mm-hmm. And if it lands on somebody's head and kills them, it lands on somebody's head and it kills them. But keep in mind, I'm just standing on a top of a building just throwing darts all day long. Yeah, the odds are way worse. The odds are way worse than if I were to but that's my <laughs> intentionally thing. I... go into a crowd of people and throw the dart. Eventually, like pretty quick, I'm going to hit somebody in the head. You know, whether it kills them or not, it's just dependent on my strength. But you get what I mean? I think that the universe has been here for so long. And like we say, the universe is infinite. Whenever you bring infinity into the concept of something, odds become less crazy. If the universe has always been here for in, in, like an infinite amount of time and it's infinitely large, that's what makes us think that there's life out there, right? With how big it is, there's got to be more life out there, or so we assume. And yeah. then on the other hand, it's like we could be the only ones, but we just don't really know. Yeah, see, that's where it's like... We either random luck or we are chosen to be here. Yeah. And for me, it's like a 50-50. Because, see, that's where I think. If it was 50-50... Because for me, it's like we know, like, reality-wise, it's possible with that. Yeah. We, We know that, like, you know, there's water, there's carbon, there's hydrogen. Like, we know that these things are exist in the reality that we're living in right now. Me and you going about life. We know that these elements are real. Yeah. And we know that it's possible for them to mix. We are the proof of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So me thinking the odds of all of those things randomly hitting Earth and creating life, that to me, I know it's different because, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, it's just a different way of thinking. But those things are reality. We know that they're true. The odds of them, you know, landing on Earth and creating life, they're they're stupendous. They're insane. Yeah. They're insane. But at least it's, like, based off shit that we know is, like, reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus, like, you know, and I'm not, you know, hating on religion at all. Or no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I know going, not, I know I'm going at this with like, a straight-up open mind, like, just, like, science and shit. No, because I know some people could take it as that, but it's not, I'm not taking reality it like as that. I'm talking about, in reality, we know that these elements exist, and the odds of them landing on some sort of object in the universe and creating life it's possible it's insane odds but it's at least something that we know is possible yeah it's hard for me to like come into the concept that there's a person or a thing out there yeah yeah that created it all yeah because see this is where it like gets somewhat tough at least on that realm is that okay i always like to use like comparison acts to like kind of balance like the way of thinking a little bit because like I know sometimes it can get like abstract, but what you're saying is that all these rocks hit this other rock, 
and they happen to mix perfectly in order to make life. And actually, before that, it had to, before that even happened, it had to cool down because it was hot. So before it even mixes, it has to cool to a point of livability. I think we're in just the perfect portion of where life yeah. is able to live. Yeah. If our sun was a couple more million miles away, we'd freeze to death. If it was a couple million miles closer, we'd incinerate. We've only, if we think about how large the universe has been alive, or we at least, you know, predict that it's been, what, like 200 billion years, trillions of years, whatever. Compare how big that, like, life span is, D. Billions upon billions upon billions of trillions of years. Yeah. And then what we know as humans, which is like 7,000 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is like that, that's, that's like that is like second, that is like right? that is like the snap of a fucking finger compared to how large and it, like how long the universe has been a thing. Yeah. Up until that point humans were just darkness. Nothing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying though is like so do you know the odds of getting a deck of cards, shuffling it and then shuffling it again back into perfect order? It's like insane. Yeah. I think it's like one to like a few million mm-hmm. or whatever. You have better odds at doing that than creating the world. You could probably do that three times before you ever created the world because we have to survive all those other things. That's why I'm like, it always comes into like, you have to stack the odds of us getting to this point. Yeah. Like every time. So yeah. yeah. Every, every single thing that keeps going as we are alive increases the probability of anything happening by multiple powers of 10. Yeah. Crazy though. That's why I'm just like, oh, dude, it's such a cool concept, though, because it's just like it's just hard to think about. Like if you guys live in like not the city and you are if you're in the valley right now listening to this, go outside at night, look up at the stars and realize how fucking small you are. Legit. Look at how (laughs) what you see in your eye of just that little patch of stars is billions upon billions of galaxies. It is hard to imagine that we're the only ones. Yeah. Anyway, this is, I'm going to tell you the quick Genesis story so I get it right. But uh, in the beginning, God said that uh, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was all over the surface of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that light was good and separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness he called it night. Uh, he said, let there be a vault between the waters to separate the water from water. So God made the vault and separated the water from the vault from the water above it. And so God called the vault sky and was evening and morning, all that. And then let there be water under the sky to one place and dry ground appear. And so it was God called the dry ground land and gathered waters. He called seas. I, okay, so I basically shortened it up. There's a lot of other stuff that happened in between. And God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants, and trees and that bear fruit and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he said, God said, let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years. My thing is, though, it's just like, how do they know God said this? God said I think because God tells people. Like through prayer? 
Yeah, I think you have to be like chosen. So like there's prophets and stuff like that. Like people that God choose that are holy. And so we're just trusting that they're legit. Yeah. Basically. And that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all faith at the end of the day. Legit. Uh, It's just like, you know what I mean? It's just like, I feel like everyone has their own like theory about why we're here. Yeah, basically, man. Let the living... Oh, I just want to get to the one... The part where it says uh, about people. Oh, he said, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all creatures moving along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Because... uh. In the Bible, it says that he creates Adam, which is the first human. And then from there, he takes, he sees Adam's lonely is what it is. Like if you go into the like deeper stories, yeah, yeah. this is missing some And text. then that's what crea- created life. Yeah. Just so then kept... he takes a rib from Adam and from there, he basically takes it and puts it in the sand and grows Eve from the ground sort of thing, sort of concept. So do you think there was an Adam and Eve, but there wasn't like uh Cavemen, and then we evolved, keep kept evolving from like caveman and shit, into who we are today now. Do you believe in like you know Homo sapiens, and then those evolved into, you know, cavemen, and then we just kept getting smarter and smarter until now we are today? Or do you think it was just Adam and Eve rose from the ground, and then they started making us? No, I think Adam and Eve existed in true form, true all no like good form, and you know their thing. Once they sin. And they have that sin, the original sin is mm-hmm. what it's called. With the apple and then, shit? Yeah, then they fall down to Neanderthal and basically Homo sapiens and God's like, figure it out, exist and live. Does it talk about that in the Bible that he made them like dumb? Like yeah, he, made, yeah. the, so he they, made them Neanderthals? Yeah, so they ate from the true, uh, the, they ate the fruit from the tree of good and evil. So they became like, they knew what was wrong and what was right. And then God was like, because before they just were living in bliss, basically. Like, they didn't have to worry about anything. They were naked. They had no idea what anything was. They were just living true virtuous life where it's just no worries. You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about anything. God provided them plenty in the Garden of Eden. And then they eat from the tree. So Uh, they could communicate. They were smart enough to, like, communicate and talk. Yeah, and God was talking to them. Okay. But then once they do that, then God banishes them from the garden, and then they go on and evolve and do all that. And then they continue to reproduce. And then we just got as smart again? Yeah. But I think the concept of like 7,000 years is not relevant. I don't think they're like using it in the correct term because some people believe that like humans have only been along that amount of time. I don't think that's right. What I think is that God has his own sense of time. And the way that years have worked in the past is God's looking down on it. So... God's seeing this and it's to him, it's moving really, really fast. But to us, like it's moving slow because we're on that smaller pinpoint time. Does that make sense? Kind of. I would think that for him, it's moving slow. And for us, it's really fast since we only live to like 60 years, but he's created the whole universe and that's been billions of years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he oversaw all of it. But so if anything, we'd be living fast and he, his time would be slow. No, no, no. It's, but did you see what you said there? We lived to 60 years old. He's only in seven days right now. Does that make sense? To us, it's been billions and billions of years. To him, it's been seven days. 
so we're we've lived longer in terms of time pers- like perspective no we haven't you know what i mean like we see it as this we're making time to our relativity mm-hmm. to our relative point and for him he's on day seven and for him he's on day seven so we've done this right in really god's fast. eyes we've done it really really fast and in god's eyes it's been a couple, couple days and he's like oh okay cool they made it interesting Anyway, let's go on to some more conspiracy theories. Sorry, we got down that little hole there. I just always get really intrigued about yeah. what people believe in. Uh, uh, let's see. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, here we go. Celebrity cloning. Bro, okay, okay. Have you seen those? I know I know some people have probably seen, but there's like pictures of like really popular celebrities like like Eddie Murphy or um, the chick that plays Katniss Everdeen, Jennifer Lawrence, with like doppelgangers that look identical to them from like the 1700s. Yeah. And so what, you know, the conspiracy theory is, is these really rich and famous people did something, either sold their soul or some weird shit is going on to where for some reason they are staying prominent in history throughout all of it. And they're just keep, you know, being reborn again like it's like kind of crazy so basically the celebrity cloning conspiracy theory suggests that some famous people um are staying alive forever through some sort of belief that they you know sold their soul or that they found a way to cheat death and continue continue living or that they're transferring their consciousness like in some sort of alien type of way but i'm gonna show d one of the pictures. What do you I'm think, like man? About. What do you think about that? Do you think it's true? I mean, when I show you the picture, it's kind of crazy. And if you guys are curious what the picture is, I'm probably going to make that this picture that I'm talking about right now, the post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, come on, bro. That picture is from like. Do we know? Do we know that that's a different picture, though? Is that just Eddie? Murphy? No, that's like, a different pick. I got to know the guy's name. I'll, gotta get it. I'll, I'll look in deeper and deeper after. Okay. But like there's multiple occurrences of celebrities that look exactly like that. Oh, I agree. Born in different time zones that have withstood the st- like the prominence in history. And a lot of them too were also very rich and famous figures in their time. Like they Dang. were prominent. They weren't just like nobodies. I don't know. Cuz I'm like if you have the tech to do that it, it has to be like supernatural. It I can't be. A that's what I mean. I don't thing. think it's tech. It it could be though, because here's another part of the theory. So with this immortal celebrity th- uh, theory, um, there's no concrete evidence to support this, and it's usually like dismissed by scientists and scholars. But did you ever see that? Cl- there's a clip of Sandra Bullock where she's on Ellen, and Ellen, you know, is saying like, "Oh, you know, you still look so young. Like, you know, like what's your secret? Like asking her like that kind of shit." Mm-hmm. And she gets into this, like, cyclic explanation because she's, like, stuck. She doesn't really know how to answer it. And she's like, oh, you know, like, I just have, like, you know, like, a specialist, like, you know. that, And and she's like, oh, well, like, what is your special? Like, you know, she's, like, pressing the question, sort of. Yeah. She's like, well, what does the specialist do? And she's like, oh, you know, she just injects, like, you know, some stuff into, like, my face. And she's like, well, what is she injecting into your, like, face that's, like, helping you keep keep be so young? And she she avoids the question. And she never answers it. I'll show you the interview after this okay, on okay. the pod so you can see for yourself. 
but she never answered. And a lot of people are saying like, there's this theory that they're using like the stem cells of fetuses in order to make them look young again. And that's the reason why like the rich and powerful are involved with like, you know, all of these like child kidnappings and like those pizza parties and like fucking kids eating kids and like doing all the shit with kids. It's because that's like the elixir per se that's keeping them alive and making them stay young is they have to sacrifice these babies or these children in order to stay young again. Damn. Maybe shit. I don't know. I believe in like the QN and shit where it's like the basically high ranking Democrats are going and fucking raping kids. But I think that's just all celebrities in general. Most of them anyway. But I don't know. I could see it. Like I think it's supernatural though. I think it's like something like you said, like where they sold their soul to the devil or like they just have this other person or other power. Yeah, I've seen that one. I've seen the John Travolta one. Like there's there's so many. Or look at this Leo one. Leonardo. That one's not as canny, but I could see the resemblance. Some of the resemblance. But there's yeah. like that Eddie Murphy one is insane, huh? The Eddie Murphy one is dead on. Dead on. It's fucking wild. Or look at this one. What's like Steve Carell? See that one? A little tweaky. A little like re- there's resemblance. But it's not like. Like, it could have just been a relative, too. You know, and that's one thing that I will say as a realist. Like, get coming out of the open-minded conspiracy thing, these could all just be, like, descendants. Yeah. And there's people even today where, like, you'll see on TikTok where it's like, oh, I met my doppelganger. Like, and they look identical, but well, they're not related. The memes where it's like, I met Adam Sandler today, and it's fucking 18 dudes that all look like Adam Sandler. But it's because we're all just, like, a mix of gene pool. Yeah. That one is actually really close. The Jennifer Lawrence one. The Jennifer, the J Law one is pretty close, bro. Yeah, and she was actually like a princess. That other girl. Yeah. <sighs> from like for some country. Damn. But I don't know. I think it's interesting. I definitely think there's some weird, some sort of probably like, I don't know. Supernatural, bro. That's not of this world. That's where it gets like crazy. Because you know we were focusing on like a conspiracy or just like faith in what created humans in general. Now we're kind of coming back into just like real shit. Like, you know, modern day conspiracies. Oh, my God. No, bro. That those fuckers. <laughs> You're telling me Eddie Murphy was standing back there making jokes about titties being fucking. What's his name? The Nutty Professor back in 1802. What if it's not even a different person? What if it's just always been Eddie Murphy? Yeah, that's what I mean, though. Well, I feel like at some point you have to be like, I'm not getting my picture taken. Kind of fucking scary. Yeah. I agree, man. People wow, are, that's a good one. Scientists are saying too that we've found a way to like reverse age. Oh, they this test, is crazy. They tested it on rats and they were able to reheal the rat to stop being blind anymore and reverse age it. So this is crazy, but they were saying that um, basically now we're technology has advanced far enough to where we think we can get people to live past 125 years old. Yeah, I saw that. I'm down for it. Me too, bro. I want to live a long time. And that's what I'm not getting because I've been seeing a lot of people now that this study has been like proven with like the rats. People are going around asking like, "Would you be down to live for like this long?" And a lot of people, there's a lot of mixed reactions. Like you're like you're like with me. Like I want to live forever, not for I don't know. Forever's I, hard. Forever's hard. But if if everyone is living forever, 
It has to be everybody. Because once you start seeing like your, if you have to see like your children die preceding you oh, or like shit like that, that'd be tough. But at this, here's my logic behind it, right? What's the point of creating life then at that point? That, like, right? It, it kind of it loses, it to... loses its value. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that's another conspiracy I'll get to next now that you bring that up that I have. But the entire reason I would be down for living longer is because living is the only thing that we actually know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to lose this chance. I wouldn't give this up for anything. You know, and I could just ask you the question. It's like, um, would you do, you know, anything for $100 billion? Yeah, yeah. I know what you're doing. And yeah, then yeah. they always ask you, it's like, what if I told you you wouldn't be able to wake up tomorrow? It's if like, I no. And yeah. it's like, no. The The ability to live another day is priceless. Yeah, exactly. People would do anything to do it. So if there's an opportunity for me to increase the chances of me living those other days i'm gonna take it i would never give that up yeah exactly bro i agree and i know i know it's okay to you know you say like you know i have faith you know when i die i go to heaven but the way from my perspective obviously you guys all have your own opinions for me i don't know for all i know when we die it's as if we went to sleep like when we go to sleep at night and we're like all right we'll wake up tomorrow dying i'm assuming just from what i'm just can concur is it's as if we go to sleep and we just don't ever wake up again. We, you wouldn't know. Yeah. It's just black. So the ability that we can come to and regain consciousness every day is insane. I wouldn't give that up for anything. Because a lot of times that's what I think of is like death is the same as if while we're in sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not awoke. We're just in like a limbo of black nothingness. Yeah. Not bad. And, like, the same way, like, we didn't know what life was until we were born is the same way we wouldn't know we were dead until we get awoken again. It's just going to be black until we're awoken or it's going to be life until we go to sleep. It's 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 binary. Yeah. It's on or off. No, I agree with you. So that shit's wild to me. So I'll always, like I said, though, back to the main point is I'll take those extra fucking 40 years of life. Yeah. No, for sure, man. I agree with you. I just think having more opportunity to just being able to live my life a little bit longer is nice. Like you said, it's an amazing thing. Forever, though, I can see where it gets questionable. Question, because then, it, like, like I said, life loses, loses its value. Its meaning. And so then let me take on to this next theory then. And this one's actually pretty relevant in terms of the things that we've been talking about. Okay. So it's about, like, the AI takeover that we've been kind of discussing recently. Yes. So some people are, you know, believing that artificial intelligence is going to ultimately take over. And what the fear is that AI is going to end up doing everything for us and removing all struggles in life. So we won't be depressed per se, but we'll be in this perfect utopia where we don't have to work or suffer, but it's going to lead to a lack of purpose and its own special kind of depression because we'll have no meaning. There's no struggle. So there's nothing to live for, really, if we have it all. Yeah. You know, that's what me and you try to push all the time is what makes life great is you're, you know, you're going to get pushed down, but getting back up is what, you it know. It gives you a purpose, bro. If, if everything was some, easy If everything life. was perfect and yeah. you just woke up and you laid in your bed all day and you didn't do anything, you'd get bored. You need bad shit to happen in order to make the good shit happen seem way better. Yeah. Well, it, I agree. So... I, I mean, I could see it. I know it's still conspiracy right now, but... Well, I know all, to all these lazy fucks out there, they're probably like, 
yeah, I need fucking the same people that need mommy and daddy to do everything in their fucking life are the people that are probably like, yeah, I'd be kind of down for that, man. Because, well, because you're good for nothing. No fucking bottom feeder motherfucker, dude. You're bad. And I like, you know, putting my mind into those people's heads, like I see the good in it. Like, you know, it's like saying it's hard to argue against. It's like, yeah. Oh, why would I want not want like a perfect utopia? But you got to think of it on the grand scale of things like yeah. a thousand years down the line. What are you doing? I think even like three, maybe even one year. Imagine living one year where you didn't have to do anything. You'd quickly think about the lazy days that we have, Mike. Yeah. Where it's like, imagine having 10 of those in a row. It would be it pretty bored. hellish. Yeah. Like that last weekend when I was like, oh, I was pretty lazy, guys. Yeah. Like I didn't do shit. That second day of me watching fucking Young Sheldon on <laughs> HBO Max, I was like, all right, I need to get up and go fucking do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I like, you know call someone up and be like you need to hang out with people like and that's the other thing too i would not want to live forever if i was the only person on this fucking planet yeah that's the worst choice in the world that's a a hell of its own yeah being completely alone and not ever being able to like die just take a bullet in the brain bro yeah if you could if you, if you could look at this other one that i found bro okay so this conspiracy is called the avatar depression theory so there's a a shit it's not even just like one or two like there's a shitload of people that are claiming that after watching James Cameron's like Avatar movie it's giving them like excruciating depression and nausea like it's making them feel sad afterward because real life isn't as colorful or as exciting as the movie makes it seem for like the Navi people and it's like actually getting people depressed um, when 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 did, when did this fucking theory come out? Bro? Since the first movie, this is like an old theory. Holy shit! So there's also claims that this film is like has a hidden like a cult of messages, and it's like trying to push some sort of new age agenda. And people are saying like the blue Navi people are like reminiscent of like demonic entities and shit. And like it's getting some people like nauseous and like I don't know, feeling unfulfilled in their own life. If you guys could see my face right now, it really he's like shaking like, his head. He's like, it sounds like a personal issue. It is. It is. Yeah. Cause I watched those movies. I'm like, holy shit. That's a cool, like, you know, fake movie. Yeah. Good thing. That's not real life back to my car. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if some people really get invested into it and think that, I mean, I'm sure maybe somewhere out there in the universe, there's a planet like avatar, but we don't know what fucking people, bro. And here's a kind of a little bit of a scary turn with it. So in there's this documentary that was released back in like the 90s. It's called The Revival of Evil. And so in this like documentary, there's there's like a scene. It's not even a scene, it's a documentary, so there's footage of it of this painter and he asks the devil to show himself so that he could paint him. And so he turned off the lights and just in pure darkness with like his, you know, his uh, canvas and the paint And he said that his arm took control of its own. And then after he finished the painting, it looked like the blue people from Avatar. Interesting. And that's what he's saying, like, the devil looked like. Just tall? No, blue. Blue? Blue. Interesting. But with, like, you know, braided hair. And, like, big eyes. Big eyes, braided hair, blue. Wow. Wow. But, again, you know, these are conspiracy theories, so take them with a grain of salt. But it's also just like, who knows, maybe James Cameron watched that and was like, 
That's kind got of the a idea. Cool figure, from, yeah. But then why would you, Mike? I don't know. Like of all things, model it after something else. Why would you model something after that someone claimed to be the devil itself? Yeah, because he's probably fucked up. Right? Kind of yeah. odd. Like he's just a fucking. This other one, like that too. Yeah. This other one that I'm gonna bring up, I'm not even gonna say it's really a conspiracy theory. I think it's fucking fact. Okay. So it's like this. It's called the Sony timer. So this conspiracy is saying that Sony electronic products or Samsung electric electronic products or even Apple electronic products, they've all they all have a certain deadline. So when new products of these brands come out, they do software updates that require the owner to get a replacement. I think that's facts. I thought they already did that. I thought that was like already proven. Exactly. That's why Apple I said it's a fact because Apple already, yeah, Apple already agreed that they make the phones worse when new ones come out and they had to pay everybody out in repercussions. Yeah. So that shit's already proven. But I think when this conspiracy theory was written, that wasn't out yet. Oh, so they were right. So they were right. That's an example of I a mean, conspiracy that, theory that was legit. Yeah. And I've always thought of it too. Cause like a new fucking Samsung would come out and I'd be like, why is my shit freezing now? They didn't freeze yesterday. You know what I mean? 2023 came out. I do remember that. twenty The 2023 Samsung came out and Mike's fucking phone wasn't working. The whole top half of it was like bugging out. And he's like, I'm going to fucking snap this phone in half. And the next day he had an iPhone. Yeah, swapped. <laughs> and then now the new iPhone will come out and same shit. But that's not even conspiracy. That's just like legit. Yeah, that's honestly pretty hard to review, I feel like. This other now that we're talking about like businesses and stuff, yeah. There's this other conspiracy with like understaffed businesses. So, I saw it on your list when I walked in your room. Yeah, you saw that shit. Yeah. So people are claiming that people there's a ton of people applying for jobs. Okay. Like you know, there people are saying like you know like the workforce like people are lazy they just don't want to get out there and work. Yeah. But there's a lot of people out there applying for fucking jobs, but they don't ever get you know, they get ghosted or don't hear back. Like it's hard to get a job right now. Yeah. And that could just be economy in itself. But people are saying that ever since COVID happened, companies have seen that they've been able to still make the same amount of profit with all of the workforce out. So they're not hiring people again because it just gets them more money. They can get the same amount of profit for way lower workforce and COVID proved it. Yeah. Well, before COVID even happened, do you remember when we were transitioning from COVID to like now we have like kiosks where we just order on there mm-hmm. and then we just go and pick up our order at like the front thing? Yeah. Whatever the front counter, whatever you fuck you want to call it. But like that had been starting to become the norm for a while because remember in the Valley when people were saying that and they were like, it's going to take away all the jobs and they were like, people aren't going to be able to work and nobody's going to want to do nothing, which I, I don't know. I feel like there's some validity to that. Yet again, I feel like there's not. It's tough because I do agree that there's lazy pieces of shit out there that just don't want to work. Yeah. But at the same time, I do see a lot of people that are like trying to get work, like applying and applying and applying and applying, and they don't hear anything back. And no one else really is either. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's tough. It's weird. That's what I'm that's saying. A, then that's what makes it a conspiracy. Because I'm like, I also see like a large input of workforce that's coming in based off of like school because if you think about how many people graduate college just and try and go for like those opening positions where you need a degree how many people flood the job market immediately right after school and it's hard mm-hmm. that shit is really difficult 
because I, I think about that and I'm like, holy shit, man, it's it's tough. It's definitely like one of the tougher places to be in because it's like so many people. Yeah, so many people. So it's like, you know, they're not hiring at a, at a high enough rate because it's like one position. There's maybe two positions per company, but there's 5000 people applying. Yeah, there's 5000 people. Applying. And those ones, those make sense. Yeah, but like there's people that are applying for just like McDonald's and fucking like just retail shit and they're still getting like ghosted. And that's where it's like kind of weird. True. But maybe that's just a sign that there's just more people nowadays that are getting degrees and trying to get jobs that way than there are people that are just coming out of high school and trying to get a job in, you know, retail. Yeah. I think retail's dying. For sure. I think if you can buy I worked my last retail job actually this last Sunday. (laughs) What a champ. Five below. Last time at retail. Working, it's crazy. Like, I love people, and I'm like, I don't want to be lonely on, and live forever on Earth, but I fucking hate people sometimes. Oh, dude, that's everybody, though. I think people just can be annoying, especially when it's, like, working in that sort of setting, I feel like. Anything retail, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to bring up, like, a couple Mandela effects. I oh, already, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Please, I t- Mike. Mike fucking blew my mind today. <laughs> I, I brought one of these up to D earlier before we had dinner, but... Before, like, I, you know, play, like, what it actually says on this shit, do you guys remember the song Boom Boom Pow by Black Eyed Peas? That, that, you know, it's a fucking anthem, you know? That shit, we all know that song. Sing Fergie's verse. I want you to, yeah, right after Will I Am finishes his verse and it's Fergie's turn, think of what she says. You know, she's like, I got that Boom Boom Pow, you know, these chicks is jacking my my style. style, they try to copy my swagger. I'm on that next shit now. What does she say after that? And truly think about it. I'll give you and guys just like keep singing for a minute. Yeah, I'll give you guys like ten seconds. And so the Mandela effect is, you know, I'll let you think about it for a bit. But what me and I asked D this, and what we both agreed that we thought it was, was I'm more two thousand and eight. You're more two thousand and late. That's yeah. what we both agreed that it was. Yeah, basically that she said 2008. 2008. And me and D have always no- thought that that's what it was ever since we- we've heard that song millions of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not what she says. She never said that. And so let me pull up to the spot where it- she talks about it and I'll play it for you guys. And you guys could even look it up yourselves if you don't believe me and you think I'm playing some like different one. But this is straight off Spotify. Let me get to it. Where's it at? Hold on. Here, you talk to him. Right there. Let me find. Right there. I don't know if you guys heard that, but she says 3,008. And you're so 2,000 and late. She never said that shit when she I was growing up. She said 2008. I don't even know if that song came out during that time, like in 2008. But in my head, 2008 was ingrained in my fucking brain. To me, it's always been. I can look it up. She says 2008. Here, I can look at when the album released. It released in 2009. So, so it they, ha- they could have been creating it in 2008. Yeah, so it would make sense that she'd say 2008. But yeah. she doesn't. She says 3008. 
So that's just like a weird Mandela effect I thought I'd bring up to you guys because I swear she's always said 2008. Wow. It's so it's close. And I, I feel mean, like a lot of people that listen to our pod that are in our age group are going to agree. I want you guys to scream it and then go look it up. If you guys actually have always known that she said 3008, please message the podcast Instagram because Apparently it released on iTunes on March 13, 2009. So it's very plausible that Bro, she probably did mean. Ah, I don't know. Why would she say three thousand and eight? I don't know, cause she's fucking Fergie. She's dumb. But why do we all remember it as two thousand and eight? That's the question. I don't know, man. They swapped <laughs> that shit. They like something changed. Like if you have the actual fucking CD from two thousand and eight, put that shit in put your that <laughs> shit in the fucking jukebox. I want to hear <laughs> if that fucking bitch Send says two thousand and eight, cause. What's I another one? Oh, another one that I saw was there's this guy, and he back in the day. Do you remember when you can go on Google Earth and you can actually go to the North Pole? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like a landmass, and you can see it. Yeah. You that's not a thing. It never was a thing. If you look up Google Earth now and try to go to the North Pole, there isn't one. What? There's no landmass there on the North Pole. And this guy was claiming that as he was trying to show his friend that, he had the picture previously pulled up where it was available to see, and he said it changed right in front of his eyes and disappeared. <laughs> God damn, this fucker. But okay. I feel like I remember even going to Google Earth and like looking up the North Pole and seeing that it's like it had it was like a landmass so you could actually like see on Google Earth, but it's not. It's just ocean. I'm going to just look it up, but North Pole. That was I'm another on, I'm one. I'm on my laptop right now doing this, guys. But that shit had me worded out. And like, there's so many other Mandela effects, too, where it's like, you know, the Monopoly guy with the monocle or fruit or fruit loops. Like, is it double O or UI? But it's just like. there. Yeah, there is nothing. It's just an ocean. It's just ocean. Greenland. Do we not have a North Pole? Technically, we do. I'm sure it's frozen. But I swear there used to be images of like the actual like pole. <laughs> I know the North Pole is just like, like a scientific construct for saying like the top of the earth. But I swear I like we there could was, see it. Like, I it swear was, there like, was like I swear there was like a landmass and it was like actually documented. Maybe we're thinking about Antarctica. <gasps> the center of the earth. But even then, if you, you can't use Google Earth to go and actually explore Antarctica. It's like hidden. And that's why a lot of people – there's another conspiracy theory too that there's an entire other civilization that lives in on Antarctica in that continent, but we just don't know about them and they don't know about us because the government keeps them like bounded away from us. That's I why, hope so. If they're fucking built enough to withstand the temperatures there. That's why they say sure. that there's giants there because they're the only ones that could actually withstand that shit. Good but that's why they're, like no one's allowed to just like visit – like have you ever wondered that? Why aren't we allowed to just go and visit Antarctica? Like uh, why is it so like private? Why is it such like why is it considered such a like a no no go spot? Like you need so much like verification and authentication before you're even allowed to like go near there. But we can travel to every other part of the earth, but not Antarctica. You're not allowed there. Like what's there? What's so important? Damn, I'm about to fuck around on Google Earth like I used to in seventh grade. Shit's fucking wild, bro. 
Did you see one though? There's no landmass, yeah, huh? There's no landmass. I tried looking at it. I tried doing it a few different ways where I just like zoomed in on it. Wow. Sometimes I think about wow, wow. Like, why would they change that? I don't know. It makes like no sense. Like, makes no point. No sense to us, but they definitely had some sort of reason, right? They wouldn't just change it for no reason. If it if it had no reason, they would have just left it. It's just the fuckers at Google sticking with us again. Ooh, I saw this other conspiracy theory too with like Dasani water. Ugh. Remember how we were talking about it the other day? It's so god. And that shit's gross, right? So people like, you know, have a theory that Dasani water is just filtered tap water. That's all it is. It's just a money grab for Coke. They just get shit tap water and filter it a little bit and then just resell it for like $3 and they make billions off of it, which makes sense. I don't know, bro. I fucking drink the tap water out of here and it's pretty good compared to Dasani. That's what I'm saying. They don't even filter it that well. Normal they tap water is be better. They taking than... that shit straight out the pisser, bro, because I don't know. In the UK, though, they've tested like hella presence of bromate in Dasani water, so, which has like some sort of link to like increased risk of cancer. And then Coke has argued that this chemical is used to disinfect the water. But it's like, why are you even... Don't put that shit in there. Like People have a bunch of conspiracies on Dasani and they think Coke is trying to like fucking poison people. It's actually funny. And there's a shit ton of magnesium sulfate and potassium chloride and then just normal just salt inside Dasani that's added as like an active ingredient. Why are you adding salt to water? It's just going to make you more dehydrated so that you buy more of it. So not always, but like, that's what people in this conspiracy theory are claiming Mm -hmm. that they're adding like salt into it so that you get dehydrated from drinking it and you'll want to drink more, make more money for them and more profit. If you can get over the taste. Sure. If you're fucking a Neanderthal with no taste buds and you can drink that water down. Sure. At that point, you're just dumb. Yeah. Cause, but they still, they're making billions off of it. Holy shit. That's the worst water I've ever tasted. I'm even getting arrowheads worse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Arrowhead is the worst bottled water. Oh, God. That That shit tastes like piss. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I'm drinking fucking coyote shit. (laughs) Mercury in the goddamn water. Oh, that's funny. I forgot I saw the Google car drive by because I I was just doing this for shit and gigs. But I looked us up on Google Earth. I forgot I watched them drive by and take pictures. Really? Of the apart, like our apartment for the street view this year. Because Arian's car is there. Because I remember telling her, I remember being like, oh, look, there goes the Google car. We'll be on Google Earth. Yeah, not on the North Pole, though. Nope. Sorry, I thought that was funny. Bring up your uh, your theory. We can end off with yours. Okay. Uh, I know somebody brought this up. I brought up fucking, <laughs> like, 12. Anyway. Where the fuck is it? Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, you know how, like, the... This is just one small one that I wanted to do. So you know how the Simpsons have predicted a ton of shit? Yeah. That's where it seems to be. So I tried to compile a list. Here's like five things I was able to get. They say he's a time traveler. The creator. The dude? Yeah. Well. Matt Gronig. One of the most notable things is Trump's presidency that he did. The poster's identical. Smartwatches. Uh, FaceTime. Autocorrect. Twin Towers. Uh, the Tiger Attack. Uh, the Higgs boston particle. Yep. Dude, there's kind of a, quite a bit. Oh, like, there's like just like there's like forty. Dude, you almost have ten. I've watched an entire like hour long video on just the Simpsons predictions alone before. Damn. 
it's insane. Matt Groening is people think he's actually is a time traveler. And it's also ironic too because he not only made The Simpsons, but guess what other show he made? What? Futurama. Oh yeah. And that entire concept of that show is time travel. He goes to the future. That's funny. It's like ironic. It's like how do you know all this shit and you're predicting it and then you have a show called Futurama? Yeah, because he's just laughing at us because he's smarter than everybody. Because he, he knows all kinds of stuff. He made Futurama before these conspiracies even started about him, though. I know you like to think, like, you know, in reality, like, oh, you know, he just, get, 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 get. But, like, you see why that people are making that connection, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Guy got lucky, man. Lucky's an understatement when you look at that fucking Trump one that he predicted, bro. Yeah, that Trump one is crazy. The that guy Trump is, one is really fucking scary. Go watch the side-to-side footage of the episode where Donald Trump's president on The Simpsons. And then look at the real-life real footage. The guy is literally holding the same sign, and it, the sign is also upside down. Just like how it was in real life. Oh, yeah. People are wearing the same color of clothing. Crazy. That's more than crazy, bro. That's that's fucking time travel. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? No one gets that lucky at saying, all right, 13 years prior, whatever the fuck it I'm was. I'm going to look it up now. I'm going to look it up. Why is this guy in the top of the escalator here holding the same sign and it's also upside down and then that same exact thing happens in actual real life? Look up the image, too, if you guys have never seen it. I'm looking at the... Okay, I see the Trump Simpsons thing. Do you see the side-by-side image of the show versus, like, real life? I'm looking it up now. Holy shit, let's see. That's not just luck, bro. (laughs) Oh, it's not uh, completely identical. For how close it is, though. For how close it is, it, it's close. We they can't got argue the, the fact that it's weird. Yeah, they did get the. What is it? Damn it! That was the only oh, one. Oh, hold on. Yeah. See. According to a now viral meme, The Simpsons apparently predicted the way all the way back in 2000 that Trump would launch a presidential bid by descending an escalator at Trump Tower. 16 years prior. Six, so that's what it looks like. 16 years, bro. It's close. It's very close. They did a good job. That's not, like, hard work. That's fucking... You either know that shit's going down or you fucking don't. True. He has said that he's wanted to run for presidency, though. Like, multiple times. Because he's like, yeah, I would make a good president. He said that back in the 90s. Yeah, I guess he did. Huh? He's He's been one where he's like, I think I would make a really great president. Maybe I'll run for president. And then he always, like, thinks... Everybody thinks he's going to run. And he never does. Okay. Well, we've rationalized one of the fucking 30 predictions of Simpsons. There's only fucking 29 to go. I think that one's the best one, though. What about, like, FaceTime or 9-11? How it shows the Twin Towers, and it says the date that they hit with the plane on the fucking comic book. I'm going to look it up now. Let's see. 9-11 Simpsons prediction. 
Wow. Okay. Oh. See, this one's like a little bit. Huh. That's cool. I think it's pretty. I think it's coincidental. Coincidental? Yeah. What about all the other ones? At what point? How many coincidences do you need before it's like, okay, what the fuck? Because he's not really like saying that the Twin Towers are going to hit. He said it was nine bucks. New York 9-11. No, if you guys go and look at the picture, it's $9 for the little thing. But the Twin Towers were like a staple there. No wonder they put them in. It just happened to choose that he chose 9-11. Yeah. To like incite fear for calling 911. Have you ever wondered too what's up with like how people can fold dollars and it looks exactly like the Twin Towers blowing up? That's different. Is that, that a coincidence? Is like no. someone just folded it? Why is that one not? Why? What makes that one like, what makes that one not a coincidence? But the Simpson one is. I don't know. They're probably both coincidences now that I'm thinking about it. But you felt so strongly when I brought it up. You said that one's not. Why'd you go back? Because now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, that's probably right. But what made like, you have that initial feeling that it wasn't? Like why what what was in your head? That it wasn't? Yeah. When you're all that one isn't like what what was in your thought what were your thought what was your thought process uh, because we had the dollars built way before we made the dollars look the way they did before the twin towers were built. What uh, there's that's not the only thing too that the dollar can be folded into making look like shit. There's like other ones too. I don't know, but people can make origami and it comes out looking like a swan out of a dollar. So I'm like, you know, a swan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, like how and they be have... like, that's the bird of peace or some shit. Like people will give meaning to anything. Right. Because they can't, can't rationalize, you know, these fuckers want something to believe in, you know, instead of just the reality is that we got fucking struck on nine eleven to incite fear. And that exact way of thinking is kind of like how I feel about like faith and stuff. Yeah. It's like people just need like, you know, something to like believe in because we can't rationalize like the natural world right now. Yeah. But this one's. Come on, Mike. We're talking about existence and all of that versus the Simpsons put nine bucks on the thing and somebody looked at it and was like, oh, yeah, 9-11. I think that's way different compared to, like, the existence of the world. I wasn't saying they were – I just said the way of thinking. But they're not – I don't even think they're, like, remotely close. Anyway, let's get on to uh, – Is oh. that the only one you brought up? No, 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 no. This is what I was going to go into. So, like, you know how we always talk about, like, the the government and how it doesn't have our best interests at mind and things like that? Yeah. Or do you do you believe that the government has your best interests at mind? I don't even know. What do you think? Do you think... Do you trust the government with everything? No. Okay. Do you think that... Do you think the government would ever intentionally harm people? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, like 9-11. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Well, was, I don't like a 9-11. I just like the idea of the conspiracy theory that he brought up. It was, just an, excu- it was just yeah. an excuse to go get oil and start some sort of war conflict so that we would bind together and agree with it. Quick way to rally people against another country is to make it seem like another country attacked your people. Yeah. Wasn't he CIA operative too? Or like he was a CIA informant. That's what it was. Uh, what's his name? Bin Laden. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure he used to work with the government. Like they were like close friends. Yeah, they were. That's what, that's what I was saying. But anyway, the whole idea of this is because 
So the other thing too is vaccines. So you know, like the whole controversy that's come out now with COVID. Because beforehand, I used to be like, dude, you should go get vaccinated. There's no reason you shouldn't get vaccinated. Like, go get Tdap, go get your tetanus. Because I swear to God, you step on a rusty nail and you fucking die that horrible death. Yeah. You're gonna wish you got a tetanus shot. The only thing that I've seen where it was kind of wavy was the Tuskegee uh, syphilis experiment. Mm-hmm. So do you know what it is? No. So the Tuskegee syphilis experiment, this experiment was conducted by the U.S. Public Health Service from 1932 to 1972, 40 years involved with holding treatment from African-American men with syphilis in order to study the natural progression of the disease. The experiment was initially denied by the government, but later exposed through investigations, which resulted in significant changes in ethical standards for medical research. This is the one thing I was telling you where somebody brought it up in undergrad in a, in a lecture. Yeah. In a lecture, it was completely brushed over because everybody doesn't think it exists that the government didn't do it. And that they did the experiment for like three years. People signed off to it. And that these men just kept just like getting syphilis through sexual contact. Mm-hmm. And that's what they believed. But what they didn't have is that. So I I just looked up like the why the government had initial denial involvement in this experiment. And it was for about four reasons. Uh, the experiment was conducted by the U.S. Public Health Service and therefore subject to institutional secrecy. So it's just like because we're conducting this, we can't let them know because like the subjects will know and then they'll get treatment. So we can't see how the disease is working. Right. Uh, the And then they had vested interest in maintaining the reputation and avoiding negative publicity, which may have influenced its initial response to the allegations. So their thing was like, we don't want to look bad. So we're going to deny, deny, deny. And then... They only did it against African-American people, men in general. And so the experiment is what people, are they doing to them? So they gave them syphilis. Like on purpose. On purpose. Just to see how they would react to certain things. So syphilis is a disease. It's right. a chronic disease, right? Yeah. You eventually die from it. But anyway, that's what they did. They were just trying to see how the disease progressed in people. They just wanted to test how it progressed. Yeah. So they were just injecting people with this shit. Yeah, but nobody had any idea. They signed up, but they didn't know that they were signing up to get syphilis? Yeah. What did they make it seem like to the people that they were signing up for? I uh, honestly have no idea. I just know that they, like, went in and were like, hey, we're going to do this, like, little thing. Just, like, a little test? Yeah. Like a a small... Imagine if, like, they were like, hey, we're going to need, like... When you go to school, when they're like, hey, we just need 15 volunteers for a sleep experiment. Why did they... I'm sure you're going to get to it later, but why did they only choose African-Americans? The syphilis is higher. Uh, its prominence and like how it affects people is usually higher in like African-American communities just in general. But uh, so they just wanted to see how the disease progressed in that sort of uh, those people. But what they could have just done was studied people that already had the disease. That's what I'm wondering. Instead of inflicting it on people. And also if they were really doing an experiment, why wouldn't they try experimenting it giving syphilis to people other than african-american if we're trying to see how it affects different things exactly seems like they're targeting african-americans kind of seems like it's population control right right and this actually can lead on to one of my other conspiracies that i had do you know what um malthusianism is no so there was a 
philosopher. His name was Thomas Robert Malthus. He was he was an economist. Yeah. And he lived in the 18th and 19th century. And so he believed that population growth would eventually outstrip the planet's ability to produce and sustain life. Yeah. Like he says that eventually at some point our population is going to get so big to where we can't sustain that many people. People are just going to die. We yeah. won't have enough food for it. So, you know, there's a bunch of conspiracy theorists that think like the world's elite are trying to like follow this Malthusianist thinking and reduce the population on purpose so that we don't hit that like population cap. Yeah. So that's why, you know, people think, you know, pandemics, wars and famine, they're all part of like the big world agenda, the new world order to make sure that we don't hit that population cap and we won't be able to sustain life. That's why they start wars and that's why they create, you know, pandemics. Yeah. Like COVID or, yeah. you know, just famine in general and they spread it out into the population as population control just to kill a bunch of people off make it seem like it wasn't intentional just so that we don't hit that population barrier they're not doing a very good job and they're saying they're trying to follow that like Malthusian thinking yeah and you know that's just what they're saying but I feel like if they really wanted to they could fucking wipe a shit ton of us out yeah just drop a few nukes well they don't want to you know destroy fucking the land yeah, might as well. No, you want to keep the land so you can still, like, you know, grow shit and develop. You just want to get rid of the people. Yeah. Because I feel like if you destroy enough land, like, major cities where you can't grow shit anyway. Well, you can grow shit really anywhere. But once you make it radioactive. That's, but you get what it, I mean? Like, like imagine New York. Imagine New York. Like Corn, Cornfield in New York. That would never happen because the buildings already exist there. It's been concrete, the subways, everything. So if you hit New York... You destroy a mass population of people. And like millions of people are going to die. But you don't really lose like any agricultural land. But would you agree to be smarter to just infect them with some sort of disease and then it'll spread in New York, kill all the people off, but it won't have any sort of radiation involved with it and you'll still get the land? Wouldn't that be smarter? I feel like it does the same thing because the land doesn't... Well, in New it, York, it, it doesn't it, really It matter. does the same thing. It kills people, but you're not putting radioactive chemicals into the air. So it yeah. makes it a little better. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Tusky syphilis experiment, bro. But anyway, I just wanted to put that in there because the going like these kind of are synergistic. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the syphilis experiment and uh, the PHS, whatever the fuck it is, and the FDA. <laughs> I'm just going to call it the PHS because saying the U.S. Public Health Service is fucking annoying. So PHS is what that stands for, everybody. And the FDA, everybody knows what the FDA is. If you haven't heard the FDA by now, you fucking figure it out. Food and Drug Administration. God damn. These <laughs> but anyway, I just looked up because I was like, okay, what? So did you see this? any proof of the experiments? Yeah. It's did all you try looking it up? Yeah. It's all there. Apparently, yeah. So. Uh, but your school also glanced past it. Yeah. Boulder did, bro, because they don't want to admit they were racist. Yeah, and I'm sure in Boulder they get a fucking riot there. Oh, for sure. But apparently, uh, so this isn't the first time that they've done something like this. So this is crazy. But uh, apparently before or a couple times afterwards, they did the Wilbrook hepatitis study. The study was conducted in the 1960s and 70s at the Wilbrook State School, a state institution for children with intellectual disabilities. So they were, for lack of a better term, slow. Okay. They were just slow children. Uh, the and that's what they decided to experiment on. Yep. 
The study involved intentionally infecting children with hepatitis to study the natural progression of the disease. The study was widely criticized for its unethical treatment of vulnerable populations and raised significant questions about the use of institutionalized populations as medical research. And then they did the Guatemala syphilis experiments See, from 1946 before we get to, to the Guatem- Guatemala one, don't you think it's a little fucked up that they're choosing to do it on the... Can slow people really even consent to an experiment? That's what the thing is, man. They can't even, you know, That's why we have all these laws in place now because They of can't this even shit. think for themselves, so how are they going to consent to doing an experiment that's giving them fucking hepatitis? <laughs> yeah, bro, we couldn't do that. Like, this was like 70 years ago. This is very short term. People lived through this time. There are people that are still alive that are probably have had this experiment done to them. Was there any good that came out of these? Other that than like the fact was, that, that was like light revolutionary. Yeah. Now we have the laws that you're explaining where you have to have consent sound. Mind. So the only good thing that came out of these is the fact that we learned that we can't do them. Yep. Not anything involved with the diseases or preventing any preventative. I think we, I think we can study it, but we can just study it on rats. Too. That's what I was. My next question was going to be is like, why didn't we just do this in animals? Back is then it, there weren't like animal studies weren't a big thing. It was like study it on humans. Might as well just do it on the real thing. Figure it out then. Fucking A. But the Guatemala syphilis experiment, bro. 1946 to 1948. Uh, they did the same exact experiment, uh, which involved deliberately infecting people with syphilis or other sexually transmitted diseases to study their progression and to test the effectiveness of penicillin. Penicillin just had come out. We have to see how well penicillin works. So we infect people, minorities, may I remind you, in Guatemala. Not white people. People in Guatemala. So, so far what I've gotten from these experiments is we've tested... African Americans, slow people, and minorities from Guatemala. And get oh, there's more. Did they ever do a test on fucking white people? I no. Nope. Uh, the San Antonio <laughs> contraceptive study in the 1970s. They also did a research conducted a study in San Antonio, Texas, to test the effectiveness of birth control in low-income Mexican American women. The study did not inform participants of potential side effects, and some women experienced adverse health effects as a result. The study led to changes in ethical standards for medical research and increased scrutiny of research involving vulnerable populations because they take advantage of people who don't know or don't understand what they're consenting to and then they do the experiment on them. That's like the main reason, dude. That's the whole reason why nobody wanted to take this vaccine. I fucking didn't want to either. Yeah, I wouldn't have unless I really I had to. I couldn't go to school if I didn't. Dude, it just kind of got to me because I was like, Holy shit. And this thing had only been around for like 30 years. So they had time to plan this shit out. It was like, it came from like a good spot. It came from John Adams when he used to, their like thing was sailors would come off of boats back in the 1800s and they would treat them for scurvy and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of got like transformed into public health or whatever. But fuck man. And the agency was only created in 1912 under the department of treasury what does money have to do with this? At the time, the PHS was primarily responsible for controlling the, ins- the spread of infectious diseases and promoting public health through sanitation and hygiene measures. Over time, the agency's responsibility expanded to, including, to include research on various health issues, the provision of health care services to certain populations, and administration of health care-related programs and policies. Today, the PHS is a part of the public Department of Human Health Services and includes a range of agencies and programs focused on public health and healthcare delivery. I think money is the what causes all that shit because that's probably how they lured these people into agreeing. 
they probably said, you know, they probably went to these like poor Mexican communities to these pregnant women and were like, we'll give you a hundred dollars if you do this test real quick. And they're just like, yeah, please. I need the money. Well, they weren't even pregnant. It was, they were testing contraception on them. So that's just like birth control, things like that. Oh, same thing though. They were probably just, you know, giving, offering money to incentivize them because they aren't aware of like the actual science behind it. The whole idea is to get them not to reproduce, not to have more Mexican American babies, not to have more diversity in the United States. That's basically what the main goal I'm gathering from this is that the United States government let this whole thing go on because they didn't want diversity within the United States. And at that, they wanted the cause of disease to be from these minor- so minority people communities. So people would be like, oh, they're the ones they bringing associated. it all in. Exactly, Mike. And it's during the time period of, what did you say this was? The 40s, 50s, 60s. Yep. That's, Pre- yeah, right? exactly. That's the prime time when there was fucking two water fountains and fucking six different bathrooms for your race. That was probably even before the fucking I had a dream speech. It was. This is what's crazy. So I looked up like how closely related PHS is and the FDA. In that case, they didn't even give them fucking one penny then. They no, even, they didn't. They, they, they did them. that shit without them even knowing. Yeah, they didn't even pay them then. I thought it was a little bit more recent. They didn't pay them shit. No, they didn't do anything, Mike. They just did that because they could. They took advantage. But the FDA and PHS work closely together on a variety of public health issues, including the development and approval of new drugs, vaccines, and medical devices. The two agencies also collaborate on research and surveillance efforts related to public health threats, such as emerging, emerging infectious diseases and outbreaks of foodborne illness. Additionally, some staff may work for both agencies or move between the two agencies during their careers. That might be the biggest gaslight in the history of fucking American history. Yeah, just gaslight the whole nation and say, inject people with a fucking disease and then announce on live television. Look at these people bringing in this disease to our nation. (laughs) Dude, it's crazy because so many people like to be like, the FDA is the greatest thing ever because they, fuck, what? They didn't approve thalidomide in the 50s and 60s? Bro, that's like the one thing I saw in here. I mean, besides that, the opioid epidemic, and who does that target more of? People that work for a living, labor, because they are more constantly in pain. Mm-hmm. Who, who does most of the labor in the United States? The minorities. Yeah, minority people. So these people only fucking cause shit that happens to people like you and I. Yeah, it just associates only bad with them so this whole thing that i'm saying is that's what i'm getting at bro is that they've been fucking putting this shit on us since back then this is nothing new they've been doing this shit for forever the only thing now was that they were like all right we might as well expand it to white people we might as well try and get the fucking minority our tracks up a bit a little bit have they even done experiments like this on solely white people i tried looking it up and there was zilch zero yeah that's definitely some sort of agenda that was going to be trying to be pushed back in the fucking... I mean, the time frame matches, bro. That's back when racism was fucking at peak. Yeah. Peak. Because I even, I even tried I'm going... I'm surprised with... they even tried putting syphilis. I'm surprised they didn't just fucking try to kill him. <laughs> that's basically what they were doing just long... They were out. doing the legal version. And the other way, too, is the, I think about it, too, where you said it all goes back to money. Well, you have to pay for these treatments for syphilis. So you have to figure – so they're not only are they helping them advance the research, they're also helping them fucking by paying the salaries of the people that are going to help them. Yep, and then killing the people they don't want. 
It's it a, was a three-way fucking it's a knockout. It's three-for-one. Fucking A, bro. They threw one stone and hit three fucking birds up in the air. And think, bro, the New World Order or the people that are actually in charge of this shit are the ones that do all the funding because they're the ones that own all the world's money. They're probably the most racist ones, and then they're the ones that fund all of, you know, the FDA and all of these, you know, these experiments in general. Yeah. They probably said, I'm only going to give you the funding to try to progress these experiments if you do it on these certain groups of people. Exactly. If you try to, if you try to do it on white people, I'm not going to give you the funding. Yeah. Dude, that was crazy, though, to go down that shit, bro. I had no idea because initially I was going to look up, like, the fall of, like, societies how they all fall. Yeah. And it was all kind of too general. It was so general that I couldn't like really get it all into one funnel mm-hmm. because I saw something on, I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day and he said something about how, uh, all societies, whenever they fall, what happens a few months before they fall is that they, um, all become involved with gender ideology. They all become obsessed with what gender is. What is it? Because they advance beyond real things that matter. And then they have to go to gender and what they feel like and feelings become into the play. And then the society collapses because I feel like that's, we're almost on the brink right now. And we're having this thing where we're, we could fall off the edge of the earth with like what we are as a nation, or we can stay at the top and be a competing world power. Maybe not the highest, but competing at least. I don't know what the fuck's happening, bro. Me either, man. What do you think? Want to call it? Yeah, we can. Let me look. Real, let me look real quick and see if I have any other last one, just to see. Because I wrote down a fuck ton. I know. Worst we case do, scenario, we can, we can. Yeah, we can just save them. Yeah, we can call it. If you are listening up into this point, hour thirty-seven in, you're a fucking G. Legit, and you heard some cool shit, man. <laughs> some shit. Hopefully, it made you guys fucking think. Hopefully, it opens your eyes a little bit. Maybe yeah. that third eye. And we're not talking about your asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll let D say whatever he's going to say and then I'll take us off. No, I just want to say thank you guys. Again, always appreciate you listening. Share the show. Do your thing. Uh, Without you guys, we wouldn't be doing this shit. But uh, yeah, I'm going to put a poll again, I guess, on my story tomorrow or put a little question or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I won't do a poll. But I'm going to do some funny shit. But, uh, yeah, just interact, guys. Share the show. Follow our Instagram, please. Yeah. Give us that fat follow. Appreciate it. Yeah. and Show your boys some love. Yes. And listen to fucking Fergie's verse because I'm telling you, you know for a damn fact she didn't say 3008. He's right. So some shit's going down. Some shit got changed. And the North Pole is apparently fucking water. But with that, I'll sign off. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Off the rip. Let's go. We 